When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the On the Pony Express podcast. Part of the On3 network. Check out all the SMU coverage you need at ontheponyexpress.com. Now, now. here's your host, Billy Embody. Billy Embody. One, two, three. Here we go. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. I'm Billy Embody. Thanks for listening, guys. We've got a jam-packed show for you guys today as SMU continues to stay hot on the transfer portal front with two more commitments coming in since we last spoke. But guys, before we get into that, I've got to tell you, subscribe to OnThePonyExpress.com today. It's just $54.99 for an entire year. That's our signing day sale that we've got rolling right now. You will want to have said that you jumped on this sale. So do that. Tell your friends. We appreciate all of you guys who have jumped in. This is a historic month already for OnThePonyExpress.com in terms of subscribers joining the site. Um, So people are amped about uh, the ACC. People are amped about Transfer Portal, all those things. So join today um, and get you covered all the way through next season in the ACC and into next year's Transfer Portal window, too. So um, sign up today. Let's begin with news that SMU landed Miami defensive end Jafari Harvey. And I say Jafari, um, and some people who are listening to the pod might say, uh, what happened? I thought it was Jafari. Uh, I did confirm over the weekend that uh, he goes by uh, Jafari. So um, that is something for you guys to know. Uh, you could share it with your friends as you're talking uh, by the water cooler that, hey, that new defensive end, it's Jafari uh, Harvey. Um, so that's what he's called in this household, and that's what he'll go by. SMU will get Jafari for one year of college football, um, and it's going to be an important one uh, for SMU as they go into the ACC and needed to add some size. Well, um, with the two words just all in, uh, he announced his decision on social media on Friday, um, 6'4", 251. He joins guys like Jalen Knight and Romello Brinson, Keyshawn Smith, Elijah Roberts, and Jordan Miller as former Hurricanes who have now come to Dallas. In five seasons with the Hurricanes, he had 97 tackles. 21 and a half tackles for loss and 10 sacks. This is a super productive young man who's going to play his final year of college football at SMU. And he will solidify that bandit linebacker position for SMU. Uh, they lost Nelson Paul, who played a lot of good football for SMU for many, many years. Um, but now um, they bring in Jafari, who certainly adds some height and length to that position that has guys like Cam Robertson and Isaiah Smith playing really well, um, especially towards the end of last season. Both of those guys were big contributors. Uh, you also have uh, Jalen Samuels, who was uh, playing behind Elijah Roberts. Um, so maybe you can move him around a little bit more. Um, or Jafari can maybe blow up and and play behind uh, Elijah Roberts. But either way, the expectation is for him to play a lot um, in, in some role on this defense. And he's just another big body with size that uh, SMU's really addressed that well. They they brought in, for the most part, guys that have size um, and athleticism. So kudos to them on this land. Uh, two years ago in 2022, 
he had seven and a half tackles for loss and I want to say five and a half sacks. So if they can get that version of uh, Jafar Harvey, uh, that would be big, big news for SMU because um, who knows what's going on with Miami in terms of why guys aren't panning out here and there and things like that. But, um, you know, to see him regress in year, I think, two under Mario Cristobal, um, he decided to find a place that could maybe resurrect his career. So he goes to a fellow ACC school uh, in SMU now to finish things out. Um, and SMU is uh, pretty happy about this one. I can tell you that much, guys. This is a, a big pickup for them uh, in the grand scheme of things to, again, address the defensive line position. Um, he um, uh, was a former four-star recruit uh, out of Vero Beach High School where Tyler Aronson, the SMU quarterback commit, attends. And so uh, that was a big deal for SMU to get him on board and, and um, again, address a position position that um, I think has a lot of young talent with guys like Cam Robertson and Isaiah Smith. But before you know it, guys, uh, they're going to be you know, out the door. I mean, both are already juniors, um, which is crazy. And so uh, at some point in the future, SMU is going to have to address that position a little bit more in terms of the younger guys that they bring in. But that will be a conversation for a different day. And hey, if they push the chips in, which they are on being as competitive as they can be when it comes to the transfer portal um, or being as competitive as they can be with regards to the ACC, um, which they are right now, that's really important um, that SMU can maybe go out and find somebody who's young or capitalize off it in high school recruiting uh, in the 2025 class and bring somebody in because you'll have one more year um, with a guy like Isaiah Smith and Cam Robertson if all goes well. Um, and you can always bring in another guy um, for the 2025 season. But that the, the defensive line is starting to get a little top heavy. They will have to you know knock some things out of the park in regards to defensive line and edge prospects in uh, the 2025 class. It's it's a it's kind of a must in a way, um, depending on how things go here uh, with portal defensive line recruiting and things like that. So um, before we get to the second commitment, who's a big, big dude, uh, literally and physically, um, I got to tell you guys about our friends at Game Time. And uh, for those of you who are going to S- SMU Boston College, uh, the weather is starting to look pretty good for this one, but it's also important that you guys get the best ticket deal that you can possibly get. And that's why we have our friends at game time. Uh, They have the game time guarantee, which means if you find tickets in the same row and section for less, you can then uh, get 110% of the difference credited to you. That's the game time guarantee. Um, And so as you go through this process and it's kind of a, interesting stadium setup you're going to want to work with the best and that's why we partner with game time um, to take the frustration out of that ticket buying experience if you download the game time app today and use the code pony that gets you twenty dollars off your first purchase with game time so we're looking at the website here you can go gametime.co if you're on your computer or you can use the game time app which takes just two clicks to find your tickets Select the game, pick a seat, click buy, use your Apple Pay, use whatever. I've done it with a slew of different events, uh, whether it, we went to a comedy show, we've bought tickets to a Cowboys game before, we've done it all um, with the Game Time app. So um, Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you that complete peace of mind with your purchase. So download Game Time today, 
Terms do apply, but create that account and and use the code PONY, P-O-N-Y, for $20 off. Uh, game time is that place for last-minute tickets. Lowest price, guaranteed. So appreciate our friends at Game Time, as always, for supporting the On the Pony Express podcast and all of you guys who have jumped on with Game Time. They've been good partners for us. So um, SMU did reel in another defensive line commit, and this was a big one, uh, literally and figuratively. And uh, the the man is uh, Mike Lockhart uh, out of West Virginia, who comes over to SMU for his final season of college football. And I can tell you, uh, I talked with Mike when he made the decision, and he's just really excited. Him and his fiance are moving to Dallas, and in, in that process, getting ready for for um, you know uh, to, for Mike to enroll for the spring. And he brings in his 6'3", 308-pound frame as well. And he's going to be able to anchor the middle of the defense for SMU. And this is so important, and we know why. Jordan Miller's out the door, which congratulations, Jordan Miller, uh, for bringing uh, that East-West Shrine uh, game invitation uh, to practice on Saturday. He got it um, offered and accepted that invitation, so he'll be competing in that once his uh, uh, college career wraps up in the Fenway Bowl. But uh, Mike Lockhart started out his career at Georgia Tech. He then went to West Virginia um, and just finished up his uh, his second season there. And uh, he's somebody that has made a big impact, you know, for that West Virginia Mountaineers defense. Um, this past season, he played in 12 games. He made um, 21 tackles, nine tackles for loss, and two and a half sacks. And to compare uh, this addition – Here's what Jordan Miller did uh, this year for SMU. And, you know, Rhett Lashley said it in the video when talking about him um, uh, ahead of uh, him being awarded the East-West Shrine Game invitation is that guys don't always have to make a ton of tackles. They don't have to uh, make a big difference on the stat sheet, but they needed somebody to hold it down. And so let me let me show you that, guys this. Jordan Miller in 2022 from Miami. So think about uh, Mike Lockhart coming from West Virginia, entering SMU, going into ACC. Jordan Miller had 18 tackles, three tackles for loss, and a sack. This year for SMU, Jordan Miller had 24 tackles, four tackles for loss, and a half sack. So Mike Lockhart, I mean, talk about a guy that has a chance to really shake things up for SMU because – you look at those numbers, and I know numbers are kind of hard sometimes to translate, but in terms <clears throat> in terms of disruptive plays, that is just massive for SMU to be able to rely on him. And oh, by the way, he did block the game-winning field goal attempt by TCU um, at the end of that one uh, this fall. So uh, SMU fans are going to like him a lot. He's played five years of college football. He has 61 career tackles, 13, and 13 tackles for loss and three sacks. Um, he's from Birmingham, Alabama. SMU did beat out programs like Boston College, Washington, and Colorado. He actually committed to SMU on his visit, then went to Colorado and still committed um, after that. So um, while Dion did beat out SMU for Anquin Barnes, uh, the big defensive lineman from Alabama, um, SMU gets uh, a more proven guy in Mike Lockhart. I mean, just st statistically, um, they get an older guy. They get somebody who can certainly hold things down in the middle. Um, and and now uh, that brings us to three of the four commitments for SMU from the transfer portal being defensive linemen, which is big news for SMU. We knew that was a 
point of emphasis for them, and they've gone out and addressed it very well. So what's next for SMU uh, on the uh, defensive line? Well, they have options. Um, like I mentioned, Anquin Barnes did uh, commit to Colorado um, after his official visit, and uh, Aeneas Peebles uh, from Duke, who SMU hosted, did uh, commit to uh, Virginia Tech. Kind of felt like SMU is not necessarily outside looking in. I felt like they had a shot uh, a little bit better compared to maybe some of these other programs that were ultimately among the finalists. Um, but uh, they did not um, pick up either one of those guys, which is is what it is. It's a part of uh, you know the recruiting process when it comes to transfers. But um, SMU is battling for another um, big defensive lineman. Um, but before I talk about him, uh, one guy that is certainly on the radar for SMU um, is Ohio State uh, defensive line transfer Amari Abor, uh, a Duncanville uh, product who um, was able to uh, take in Duncanville winning a state championship uh, this week. Um, this weekend, he was in, in attendance there um, at AT&T at Stadium watching uh, the Panthers win a second straight uh, state championship, which was always cool to see. Um, when it comes to uh, Omari A. Bohr, I still feel like SMU sits in a great spot there. I think that one could be wrapped up somewhat soon, but you never know with kind of timing on this type of stuff um, from the transfer portal. But the Mustangs are certainly in the mix uh, for him, and um, I would call them uh, the heavy favorite at this point. Um, another player on the defensive line, though, that could make an even bigger impact um, is a multi-time transfer. Um, SMU is battling uh, Anthony Booker uh, from um, uh, from Arkansas, who uh, transferred there from uh, Maryland, um, and the Mustangs did host him for an official visit. And if you're sitting there on YouTube watching the um, uh, watching the uh, show on um, uh, YouTube, you can see his transfer portal RPM there. Well, um, it is supposed to be a little bit more. Um, uh, 50-50, which I would call it a 50-50 coin flip at this point, whether he goes to SMU or Baylor. He took official visits to both schools. But um, he is six, about 6'4", 351 pounds. Um, so a massive human, a guy who, look, when Dave Aranda, and I'm very familiar with Dave Aranda, Dennis Johnson, who's recruiting him over there at Baylor, very familiar with them from uh, my days covering LSU, they need a guy like him as well. And specifically, I mean, they really need a nose tackle. Um, and they are very much desperate uh, in Waco to turn things around. Um, whereas SMU, we saw this season what a Jordan Miller can do. If you can get a guy like Anthony Tank Booker in there, that would allow Mike Lockhart to maybe play a little bit more defensive tackle, but also be allow, uh, allow him to play a little bit more um a little bit less, you know, spell him a little bit more. Um, or you can take Tank Booker off the field, play Jonathan Jefferson, Mike Lockhart, some of these other guys, and you can just mix things around. When you have the biggest of humans you can possibly find in Tank Booker and then go out and have a really large human, Mike Lockhart, and then uh, Jonathan Jefferson, Corey Roberson, you've got options here. And that's what SMU needed to go and get. And then on the edges, you're set. I mean, those are... Those edge positions for SMU, I like Florida State. I don't know who they who they have coming behind Jared Verse. 
I'd have to, you know, dive in. I'm going to turn our attention here in 2024 to ACC early previews and things like that. But when, um, when you have those guys uh, on the edges, you just got to find a few options at the defensive tackle position. And so that's what SMU is hoping to do. They are really, really close to doing that. If they can reel in Tank Booker, I would think they're done uh, with those um, with those uh, defensive tackles um, in the middle for SMU. Um, so we're watching Tank Booker. A little bit of background on him. Uh, he was somebody that um, was at Arkansas and uh, just couldn't break into the starting lineup, um, but transferred there from uh, Maryland uh, ahead of last season. Uh, in 41 career games, he has two and a half sacks and 10 and a half tackles for loss. He's got two forced fumbles. Um, he just has been a depth guy. But if you're looking at a depth guy in the SEC and you're looking at a depth guy in the Big Ten, count me in, especially for one year. So um, we'll be monitoring him. He would be a massive addition for many reasons for SMU. We talked a lot about SMU's uh, recruiting efforts uh, in the transfer portal and what the needs are and what uh, SMU needs to go out and, and acquire. And um, SMU's done that. They've locked up the receiver position. Uh, they have been able to uh, reel in uh, Ashton Cozart, uh, which we talked about on the last podcast. But now they they need to reel in uh, some offensive linemen. Uh, the running back position is set uh, with Derek McFall uh, sticking with the Mustangs in the class of 2024. And then, of course, the quarterback position with Tyler Aronson coming in to replace Alex Padilla's scholarship. Tight end is one we're watching as well, but nothing's really come of it too much yet. Um, but SMU had Savion Bird on campus for an official visit, and they had Nate Anderson, uh, his teammate at Oklahoma, on campus for official visits this weekend. And both of these guys are uh, players who have played um, in, a, in a number of games for the Sooners. Neither one has really established himself as key starters. And look, Oklahoma's seen a mass, <clears throat> mass exodus on the offensive line, but SMU really needs to find a way uh, to get these guys on board. Um, and I expect them to at some point. So that would make three more uh, transfer portal commits. If you're talking about Omari A. Bohr, if you're talking about Nate Anderson, and you're talking about Savion Bird. There were there was a couple of other uh, transfer portal uh, players on campus this past weekend um that we have let you guys know about at ontheponyexpress.com i guess there was only one but we had updates on multiple um guys at ontheponyexpress.com so be sure to check that out um, again just another reason to subscribe you can try us for a month but really the deal is to just jump on board for 50 bucks 55 bucks for a year right now again that that signing day sale won't be around long another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For SMU, uh, I think now you look at the cornerback position as being a position they really like to address. The linebacker room is somewhere is in a really good spot. Um, and we'll talk about kind of the future of that room here a little bit later on in the podcast. Uh, but they have been able to um, bring in a couple guys for uh, 
official visits uh, from the cornerback spot. Uh, but the one name that is emerging is is the one that we've talked about it on the PonyExpress.com. So check us out there. Um, it's still a room that is kind of, you're waiting to see what happens because SMU feels really, really good about Jalen Davis Robinson. They think he's going to be a star. And I agree with them. I think he's got great speed. He's uh, developed really well this year um, as a young corner. Corner is, is a position I kind of equate. And you guys, for the most part, if you're longtime listeners, know that I'm a hockey guy. And if you're a, an NHL team and you draft a defenseman, the, the rule of thumb is it takes around 200 games uh, for that defenseman, if they're going to pan out, to take that next step to that level. So if you're a Stars fan, um, Klingberg didn't take that next step. He's just been a power, power play guy. He didn't take the next step defensively. He's, you know, is what he is at this point. Whereas the first 200, about 180 games of Victor Hedman's career for my Tampa Bay Lightning, he was one of the most frustrating players to watch. It would just absolutely, I mean, we were just like, can't believe it. You know, top pick, you know, I think he was number two overall. We're like, we got the, the lemon of the draft. I mean, this guy turns it over, this, does that. Well, he's going to go in the Hall of Fame, might end up being one of the best defensemen ever. Uh, he probably is. But um, corners are kind of similar. And I remember Jordan Wyatt coming along. I remember you know, Brandon Stevens coming along. And it just takes so many reps. And Jalen Davis Robinson didn't get any reps at LSU in game. So he had no uh, experience coming here to SMU. And it's important that this year he got to sit and learn behind <clears throat> Charles Woods, who's an absolute fixer for this defense. They're going to miss him a lot. And sit behind um, Chris Megginson, who... I know he got targeted more because of Charles Woods, and so some people were kind of like, eh, but solid for SMU, for what he was, solid. Now this is Jalen Davis Robinson's time to, to step up to the next level. And so um, they like him a lot. They have Jahari Rogers coming back. They have Kavaris Hall. They have A.J. Davis. They have uh, Keyshawn Mills. They have two freshman corners coming in and Alex Rogers and Speedy Nettles. This is all very important. But they need to go out and get one solid veteran cornerback. So if SMU can do that, this whole situation is going to be in a lot better shape. Um, but uh, if they can't, it's going to be one of those positions where SMU might have to just kind of, you know, roll with the punches a little bit this season. But that's why it is so important that they can finish out the defensive line and the linebacker room, like let's let, look at where the linebacker room is now that we know what we know verse about this group versus where it was last year. And if if you're at OnThePonyExpress.com and if you're a supporter of Pony Sports DTX and you were able to come to our event at Ozona a couple weeks ago, um, Kobe Wilson was one of the players that was there. And he made mention of, uh, you know, how motivating it was. Some people were talking about the linebackers, probably me included the way they were, which was, I always said the the linebackers on paper, there was a lot of questions. Guys that hadn't emerged, you know, the only one we were kind of sure about was Ahmad Walker. And, you know, Kobe Wilson played a lot for Temple, but hadn't taken that next step. Alex Killer was a true freshman. Brandon Myazona was a true freshman. Uh, Jaquandis Burns hadn't taken that next step. Um, they, Chris Adamore was moving down from safety. There were so many questions. Now that group, is at least, I mean, you're looking at one of the best groups on the team 
I mean, Kobe Wilson, how well he played down the stretch, Ahmad Walker, um, Alex Kilgore's upside and future, and then you're going to bring in Brandon Booker and Zach Smith. If they bring in a veteran linebacker for that group, uh, that's going to be a really, really fun group to watch. So all that being said, this is one of those years that if SMU can't find a way to get a corner, which I think they will. Ricky Hundley is a very, very good recruiter. I think they end up with a guy who has started some games at some serious programs as their corner in this class. Um, but um, if they don't, then they just need the rest of the defense to step up. Um, and I know I say that and make it sound easy, but when you have the depth that they have coming back at safety, when you have that type of talent, you've got to be able to find a way to, uh, you know, kind of shield some of the things that they that they are going to maybe go through if they don't get a corner. So we're watching the cornerback spot. We think they're going to uh, also address with the linebacker position. And I tell you guys what, we just continue um, to uh, just track the transfer portal. If you don't follow the transfer portal on Twitter, uh, that is on three's Twitter account for the transfer portal. Um, it's it just goes off um, every few minutes on my phone. So I keep following it, but it's at transfer portal with an underscore at the end. So transfer portal underscore is the account to follow. Throw it on alerts. Um, I know some of you do because you guys see somebody enter or you see somebody commit and you run right to the board and ask about them. So, which I love, I think our community is great um, at doing that. And, and uh, it's been a lot of fun to follow the transfer portal for that reason. So um, guys want to continue to uh, um, remind you guys ahead of Christmas uh, that you guys have to check out our friends at red and West. They have a 25% off sale going on right now on the SMU gear at red and West.com. You can get that red polo right in time for Christmas. Uh, they also have the uh, white polo as well, uh, which is uh, really, really sharp. I like that one. I think it's really clean looking. Um, and again, you uh, need to be on the lookout for Red and West to expand their uh, run of apparel uh, on the SMU side of things um, uh, rather soon in, in 2024. It's going to be a fun ride um, for uh, Mustang fans to... Um, to see that uh, company expand because I've seen their stuff when it comes to, uh, you know, col other college teams, especially Oklahoma, which is what they started in it in, in that um, situation or, or in that, um, um, you know, market. Uh, and so they've been able to uh, make a big statement with their gear. It breathes really, really well. Um, and so they've been able to, um, you know, really start off strong uh, in the SMU market. You see some of the sizes sold out on the white polo there. So love the breathability, love the look. It's change up from others that are out there. I saw some people wearing it in the AAC championship um, and, and uh, around New Orleans. So check them out, redandwest.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The early signing period does begin Wednesday. It runs until Friday. And for SMU, their class is pretty much done. And we talked about Derek McFall last podcast. We talked about uh, how he held his signing day ceremony. Well, um, shortly before this podcast, I got back from Red Oak, Texas. 
uh, where I was seeing Zach Smith, the SMU linebacker uh, who did put pen to paper with the Mustangs unofficially, of course. Uh, he'll be sending in uh, his um, uh, letter of intent pretty early on uh, during the early signing period. Uh, and the Mustangs will be uh, ready for that one to hit uh, their inbox for sure. Um, as he's somebody that this staff has really prioritized early on. They were all over him um, throughout the process, battling multiple um, programs for um, commitment uh, from him. And, and he, sure enough, he jumped on board. He's going to roll in January. So look out for the entire uh, or look out for uh, more coverage on him and a full story at on the Pony But I did leave. Um, uh, Red Oak uh, this morning and, and and got a chance to spend some time uh, with Zach Smith. His whole family's there. Karen and Ricky, uh, his parents were are so excited uh, that he's going to be staying home to play for SMU. Red Oak's been um, pretty pretty vocal about uh, what they think about SMU, and and a lot of it is is very positive uh, for the Mustangs. So um, when it comes to the early signing period and what to expect, um, as we run down the commitments, they're all expected to sign. I haven't heard of anybody that's not. Um, Derek McFall already held his ceremony. Uh, Kadavian Dodson Walker, who just won a state championship on Saturday, he had the game ceiling interception for the Panthers, um, which was a really cool moment. We we have our story up with K Dot um, on the site, um, and and you can you can find that there. But he capped off a really nice senior year. I was I was really impressed with Kadavian. Uh, he's just somebody that has to get into the weight room and just eat and uh, get stronger and add mass to his frame. I've always said that uh, he's just somebody that needs a weight room and a training table, uh, very much so. So um, once he does that and kind of bulks up, I'm really excited about what he's going to be um, for this team. And, and he was all around the football. I think he finished third on the team in tackles for uh, the state championship game. So really good player there. Um, and then Brandon Booker uh, out of DeSoto finished off his um, – high school career uh, with a uh, um, it's kind of a weird play. He had a bunch of tackles in the game for DeSoto, which absolutely just crushed Summer Creek um, 74 to 14. Um, I think they set a new state state record for points and they set a margin of victory. Um, I think as well, just a dominating performance by DeSoto's one back-to-back state championships. Uh, good old Claude Mathis over there has it rolling. But Brandon Booker, um, I talked with him after the game. Just that picture, if you're watching um, at, on, at on our YouTube channel, which if you're not, just follow us at OnThePonyExpress.com um, and, and check out our YouTube channel. There's info on the site about it. But um, that picture is from about two springs ago, and that was the one I took. That was his first profile picture. Uh, so he looks a little bit more filled out now, older, um, and two state title rings um, heavier, I guess, if you want to say. So uh, he finished with a... Kind of a, a, a DeSoto blocked a punt. One of their players recovered it. I think I forget who it was. And he actually had the wherewithal to pitch it to Brandon Booker, who ran it in. And Claude Mathis was caught on the big screen, just kind of smiling and shaking his head because um, it was kind of an un- unbelievable play. But uh, Claude also realized the uh, route was truly on there. Um, Speedy Nettles is going to sign as well uh, with the Mustangs on uh, during the early signing period. He was the late flip. Uh, so SMU is able to address the outside cornerback spot with Speedy out of Dallas Christian, who just won a state championship. So they'll get Booker, and uh, he'll put pen to paper on Wednesday as well. B 
big news there for SMU. Um, but they're not done. They're 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 going to pick up uh, King Large on the offensive line. They're going to pick up uh, Jalen Moses, another local defensive back. Tyler Aronson, the quarterback in the class, will put pen to paper as well uh, at Vero Beach. He'll enroll early in January. Alex Rogers from Cedar Hill, and of course we talked about Zach Smith, and then Graham Uter uh, from Bayside Academy in Alabama. Um, he's going to be somebody that SMU brings in as well. So. This transfer class that'll complement this high school class um, is going to be very important for what's next for SMU with the ACC. The Mustangs did keep it relatively light on high school players overall. They have 10 commits from the high school ranks, um, and I don't expect any surprises at this point. It was funny, um, kind of funny. Uh, Jade, Jaden Milliner Jones won a state championship at DeSoto, and I saw him in the field and talked to him and interviewed him and. Um, I know Craig Niver ended up leaving SMU right after that, but uh, was all set to sign and, um, you know, was there in SMU gear and uh, folks invited me and all of that. And then all of a sudden, boom, uh, he was committed to Colorado. So at least I didn't go to that one. Um, but Brandon uh, Booker seems a lot more locked in uh, with the Mustang. So that'll be um, uh, it officially um, for SMU in the class of 2024. Um, I think this is with transfers going to be a class that could probably reach around. I would say 20, you know, that would mean six more transfers. So if they can add another defensive lineman or yeah, one, two, three, four, I mean, it could probably reach 22 for being honest, 20 to 22. So 12 transfers. Um, if you can land tank Booker, if you can land Amari Abor, which I expect them to land Amari, that's two. Then you've got Savion Bird and Nate Anderson. That's four. Um, if you can find a tight end, that'd be five. That puts you at 19. And then um, I think I mentioned a corner. Uh, defensive lineman. Uh, then a corner. Um, that would be that'd be 20 right there. So um, then a linebacker would be 21. So we'll see kind of how things go for SMU the rest of the way. But um, we'll have full coverage at ontheponyexpress.com of the early signing period, so be sure to uh, check out that. Again, just another reason uh, to subscribe to ontheponyexpress.com for all the latest um, when it comes to um, the Mustangs and their recruiting efforts and bull practices start on Tuesday, so we'll be back on that uh, grind as well. Um, but guys, I do got to tell you guys real quick about our friends at biggameusa.com. It is Christmas time around here. And uh, you get free shipping on orders over $100. Um, and that's why uh, you also need the promo code BEON3 uh, to get a discount off of the official game ball uh, for SMU. Uh, it's a great Christmas gift. You can go to biggameusa.com and use promo code BEON3 for 10% off your order. So check that out today. Again, this is the official game ball of the Mustangs. Uh, Preston Stone, Kevin Jennings all worked on this and, and getting it together right there um, with this group in Addison. And that 10% off with BE on three, you can use it for all sorts of footballs on their website. So check them out, biggameusa.com. Wanted to close with a few thoughts from uh, state championships. I've talked about the 2024 commits that were in the game, but let's look ahead uh, to uh, 2025 and beyond, um, and really 2025 for the most part. Um, and SMU did have... Uh, two prospects in a state championship game, one of the early games against Anna, 
Um, Anna was able to to pull away and and make this one a really tough one for uh, Chapel Hill to overcome. But Ricky Stewart and Demetrius Brisbane uh, playing in their first game since Keenan Hall had left. Um, SMU was on hand all weekend at AT&T Stadium watching pretty much all their commits and targets. And uh, Demetrius Brisbane kind of had a rough go. Um, Ricky Stewart, the running back, was able to get some yards on the ground and kind of keep things rolling here and there. But overall, a tough one for Chapel Hill as they fell 26-0. to um, So a tough game for Chapel Hill to end on. Um, but the Mustangs uh, are uh, had other prospects, of course, in the state title games. Uh, they did have uh, Duncanville quarterback Keelan Russell uh, on the field, of course. Uh, he was able to uh, have a strong state championship game uh, in his final game of his junior year, um, solidifying him as one of the top quarterbacks in the state of Texas. And uh, I, I thought he was pretty solid. Um, he showed his ability to get the ball out of his hands quick. Um, he had some pressure. I felt like North Shore blitzed him a ton. Um, he also had a couple drops there. You'll see him. But uh, if you're watching on YouTube, here's some of the clips. Uh, but he does a really nice job of dropping it off to some of his playmakers and also finding some guys down the field for big plays. So he has one of the more natural arms as far as arm talent uh, that I've seen in this cycle. He has a really quick release, which I think is awesome for him. Um, one thing, I guess, is I don't I don't know if we've talked. Maybe we have. Maybe we haven't. Uh, I guess Johnny Brewer did offer him uh, after going to Duke. So uh, SMU will have to contend with the Blue Devils a little bit, which is kind of a tough sell uh, to go all the way out to the East Coast to play for another ACC team that, um, again, will kind of be rebuilding with the new coaching staff there. But uh, Rhett Lashley has been key in this, and Ricky Hunley and and those guys that uh, – Scott Natty, uh, Tyler Foster, Danny West, um, so many have been key in keeping – uh, Keelan Russell happy and um, the expectation is is he's going to stay committed um, he was really happy to play in front of his coaches on uh, Saturday and win a state title and made some big time throws in the process of getting there so um, again he faced a lot of pressure um, North Shore kind of dialed it up quite a bit and Duncanville's offensive line is good it's okay um, but uh, he was able to you know make things happen uh, for S for um, Duncanville in that game. And uh, SMU is hoping that uh, he'll be able to do the same for them uh, as he becomes a, a Mustang in the future. So um, we'll be monitoring him really close. JV on holiday, uh, the uh, uh, Duncanville defensive back that um, SMU has committed as well, uh, did play in that game. He's somebody that the staff was out there watching um, at corner. He kind of got rotated in a good bit. Um, but had some impact in the game at a certain point as well. So he stepped up. Um, and then the guy that that stepped up the most uh, out of all these guys, honestly, um, was the late game. Uh, if you were there on Saturday night watching DeSoto, you saw Dalen Singleton put on an absolute show. Uh, three touchdowns, 150 yards receiving. Um, he was just awesome. And uh, I think he's somebody that, has shown now that he needs a little bit more respect, uh, kind of looking at us, honestly. Um, I know he is small, but I just felt like he was so explosive. And, you know, when you can beat man coverage like he can and create explosive opportunities, that's big. So um, he's going to be a battle. There are some schools that have entered the mix and all of those things. But, uh, again, SMU is is working to uh, keep him committed. And 
Uh, he'll have plenty of others calling his way uh, after that dominant showing in AT&T Stadium. So lots more coverage to come on uh, state championships and full recruiting reactions and things like that. But wanted to let you guys know uh, some of those quick notes for you guys as we wrap up the podcast. Um, with that, guys, um, hope you guys have a, a great rest of the week. We'll have another podcast for you guys to uh, uh, rock with later this week. Um, but the Mustangs uh, continue to have a solid run in the transfer portal. Not as explosive necessarily from the start as it was uh, last year. They were under that time crunch. They also got a week later start this year. Um, but they are rolling uh, right now in the transfer portal still. So we'll be tracking it all at OnThePonyExpress.com. We hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Subscribe wherever you find us. And we'll catch you next time with another edition of the On The Pony Express podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.